A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Happy Monday!、Uh, man, I'm back. Hello. I missed you the last couple weeks. I've been off getting married and doing, I don't know what getting married people do.、Uh, anyway, I'm back. Said to have this conversation today. So, this is the maintenance live. So, every week in the maintenance group, I go live and we chat maintenance. Very similar to the lives that we had in the weight loss program. So, if you've got any questions, load them up. I'm going to get right into them. Now, if you can't join us live, we always repost this in the guides and you can also. Listen over on our podcast, Weigh In with Gina.、Um, at the beginning of each week, I, we actually do a poster board. So I know we have a lot of new members、uh, in the group. So welcome.、Uh, make sure you check out the maintenance guide. So the maintenance guide in the group contains all the information about maintenance specifically. And then every Monday, You have an opportunity to ask me what you want me to talk about if you can't join us live. So there's a post in here that I want to get right into.、Uh, it's from Fanny. So, really struggling these days. So, first of all, in the maintenance group, we have people who've been maintaining since my very first group four or five years ago.、Um, we have people who've been, you know, maintaining at different stages. Some people, again, when it comes to that four stages of finally and forever, there's reaching your goal, which you've done because you're in the maintenance group.、Um, and then there is that taking time to solidify your weight. So, either doing that with personalizing the plan or repeating the program again. And given the fact we just started a whole new group, I know there's a lot of you in this group who are participating. Participating in the new spring summer program. So remember, at any time, you can pop into this group and get your questions asked and answered. And then there's testing the waters. After you put your time into solidifying your weight,、um, this is where you kind of test out what, you know, you start to add a little few things back in, you know, using back on track whenever you need, understanding what maintenance now looks like and feels like to you in terms of your natural fluctuations. And then getting to the fourth stage is that, you know, you, you, you've physically lost your weight in a way that's going to be easy to maintain. You've given your body time to adjust. To it, make your new weight your new norm, your new set point. And then mentally, you're working through the things that you need to work through your issues and associations with food, your old habits and beliefs, so that you're in a place that's really calm. Now, the thing that's really interesting is is that you know, you can lose 80 pounds having done three, four programs and then get to a place where you're super calm mentally about you know, food sooner than someone who's lost 20 pounds because that person may have lost 20 pounds quite quickly, but they have years and years and years of mental. Stuff that they need to reconcile. So, everyone's journey and how much time they need to stay in one phase is a little different. So, I saw this post today. Really struggling these days. Emotionally trying not to spiral. Okay, so this is huge in recognizing where you're at. Mentally knowing I can do this without having to repeat the program, but physically the weight has kept up. So my question would be, how much time have you put into maintenance and where are you at, right? So a lot of times people just lose their weight and they start, you know, indulging and, you know, needing to go back on track and they're wondering why they're having a hard time maintaining and solidifying their weight because that, that second stage of where you're putting the time Time to solidify your weight, whether you're personalizing the plan or you're repeating the program, you need months at that. You need it months at that. And I think that's hard for people to really understand. You've got to give your body enough time to get used to your new weight. I'm going to read it in its entirety first. Mentally, I know I can do this without having to repeat the program, but physically, the weight has crept up. But how? You don't just gain weight without noticing, right? That's, that's the ding, ding, ding right here. The only way I can maintain is to actually do the program. That makes zero sense because 
your body's not looking to gain weight and your weight is normal. It's normal for your weight to fluctuate. So what are you doing that's causing you to gain weight? So it could be the choices that you're making, not that you need to maintain by doing the program. But if you haven't put time into solidifying your weight, that's maybe where you're having issues. You just can't go off the program and go back to normal life. That's where there's four stages to finally and forever. Um, back on track hasn't been working good enough. Okay, there you go. So back on track is that's for that after like you put that time into solidifying your weight, right? Like you don't want to go from losing your weight into just indulging and constantly being back on track. You, you don't want to challenge the body like that. You want to give, you have to take that time and maintenance really seriously in terms of solidifying your weight. Back on track has been good and back on track hasn't been good enough and personalized plan is clearly not working. I would love to know your definition of that, right? Been on maintenance for a year now and weight is creeping up. Okay, so you need to take into consideration like my weight fluctuates all the time. I, I There's a 10 pound range of your weight. So you lose your weight and you're seeing your lowest low, right? That's where a lot of you are at new members to the group. You're just coming off the weight loss program or you want to see your lowest low. When you're in maintenance, you're never going to see that lowest low unless you're living a life of trying to see your lowest low. It's not reasonable or re real to expect to live a life where you're seeing your lowest low every day. That's because when you are adding in carbohydrates, you're, you're not eating on a structured way of eating your body, your, your, your weight will naturally sit up about five pounds above your lowest low and can fluctuate upwards to 10 pounds. So my, my weight is 119. That's my true weight. And if I want to like follow the program and be super, you know, consistent about what I'm eating, I can easily see 119. I don't want to live a life like that because I'm in maintenance. I'm not trying to see my 119 because I know that's my weight, right? And normally I'll sit about 125, 124, 125, but it can go up as 130, 132, 133 in a month. That is normal. So your set point isn't one number. It's it's a range and fluctuations in your weight are totally normal for a variety of different reasons, right? It's the same reasons why your weight can be up while you're trying to lose weight or the same reasons your weight can be up while you're trying to maintain your weight, right? So the other thing we have to talk about here is, you know, um, health issues. So if you feel like your weight is piling on and you're doing all the things you need to do and it's not really making sense, definitely head to your doctor. There's a variety of reasons why your body might be reactive in terms of your weight, hormonal issues, um, other, you know, more major health issues that can then cause your weight to fluctuate and your weight can be up, especially if you're getting a lot of bloating and whatnot, right? So the body doesn't have a natural need to store fat. Eating healthy foods isn't going to make you fat. So if you feel like you're not making choices that are causing your weight to, to, to creep up, then you could have very well have an underlying health issue. And I say this from experience. So last October, um, I had a very stressful summer and things were really stressed for me. My weight started going up and I was just like, what's going on? And everyone's like, you're turning 50, it's hormones. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's it. Um, I was like, I'm going to do the program. And I was really struggling and really feeling it. My digestion was off. Anyway, long story short, I'm not going to get into it, but I was dealing with a major stomach issue and I needed antibiotics, hardcore two rounds of antibiotics. So here I was thinking, thinking, I know what I need to do. You know what I mean? What is going on? And the reality was that my weight was creeping up because I had a health issue that I really needed medical help with, right? So if you feel like something is off that's beyond the norm, definitely check in with your doctor. Um, is it possibility? Is there possibly to lead a maintenance group in a mini program? No, because that's not the point. If you want to do a mini program of maintenance, do the whole 12-week program again, right? Because there's so much to be benefited from in leveling up your health and wellness, being in tune to 
your body's needs. I'm going to be real honest, and I, and I love the suggestion, but again, how many years have you spent dieting? How many years have you spent dieting? Worried about what you're going to eat, not eat, losing weight, gaining it back, losing weight, gaining it back, doing weird shit. Um, some of our issues with foods go back to very traumatic experiences in our lives. And in terms of triggers and how we're utilizing food, do you know what I mean? It goes deep into habits and the triggers of habits and our issues and our associations tied in around food, right? And how you utilize food. So you're talking years and years and years. You know, some of you, most of your life have real issues and some traumatic experiences tied into food and your food choices that you're making, right? So, so maintenance isn't, you, you don't want to do weird shit to lose your weight or to maintain your weight. And you honestly, there's more more work involved. So you want me to do the work for you in terms of a mini program. That's what you want. Tell me what I need to do. That's never going to get you where you want to go. You have to turn up that internal volume. You are either making choices that are causing your body to react or you have some health issues that are going on. Do you know what I mean? Or you're simply having natural fluctuations, which are totally normal, that you are not feeling confident and comfortable in because maybe you need to spend a little bit more time getting to understand what maintenance sound looks like and feels like to you. And don't get me wrong. I love this. I'm so happy that you shared it. That's why I wanted to talk about this today because I think it's so huge because a lot of people feel like this. In fact, I know that because you guys commented underneath. Um, uh, I've done the 12 week program four times, lost 25 pounds in the first two and only five in the next two programs. As we know, your body takes time to solidify the weight that you've lost. So for a variety of reasons, right? Um, I figured I was ready for maintenance with all my knowledge, but no success. Um, I don't know what your definition of success is with maintenance. That's why I would love to have you on camera and have a conversation with you about this because I got so many questions. You're not really definitive in what you are doing or why and what that means that maintenance isn't working for you. Does it mean that you can't go back and just eat whatever the fuck you want and not have to worry about that? Do you know what I mean? So I have a lot of questions here, but I'm hoping I'm, some of the stuff that I'm saying is resonating. I think the program is excellent and sound, but I need a little more structure. No, you need more structure. You need to be more accountable to what you are doing dealing with and the choices that you're making and what you need to do at the end of the day. There is four stages of finally and forever. There, there isn't, there's, you can't possibly add any more structure to that. And if you want and need the structure of repeating the program again, which it sounds like maybe you do, and I'm thinking maybe you just don't want to do that because you feel that you don't need it based on the fact that you said, I figure I was ready for maintenance with all of my knowledge, but no success. Again, it comes down to how many diets have you done? How long have you struggled with your weight? What are your issues? What are your associations? Physically, yeah, you can, you know, you lose the weight, but mentally there's so much work to do. So if you're not there, then do it again and do it as many times as you need because at the end of the day, it's going to take as long as it takes. Only you will know when you get there. And we've had a lot of conversations about this, about how do you know when you're ready for maintenance or ready to move on to that finally and forever and you just know and it sounds like you don't know and you aren't there and you're like someone needs to help me and tell me what I need to do when this is so this is like this is up to you this is this is like only you will know right that you put enough time into solidifying your weight only you will know through testing the waters what's normal for you what's not normal for you what maintenance looks like for you and only you will know when you've done the work to get to a place where you're calm not just physically but mentally around food and that's 
is time and consistency and self-awareness. Like, are you still asking the four questions? Are you still being mindful of making your food choices nutrient rich? Are you still making sure that you're drinking enough water you're doing? Like there's maximizing while you're trying to lose weight. And there's also maximizing your efforts when you are ready and when you're going through maintenance. Maintenance, in my experience, is much harder than trying to lose weight because there's so much more that you need to deal with, right? Um, let me see what you say here. Um, uh, I'm not doing the 12 week process or maybe that's the only answer. My apologies for the long post. Definitely don't apologize for this amazing post because I think that so many people feel this way. And I think sometimes it comes down to the fact that you've, you've already spent so much time on yourself and so much time losing that you feel like you should be able to move on or I don't want to do the next group again because that means that I failed or I shouldn't need to do that because I should know what I, I should know what I need to know. Do you know what I mean? Like I should already know what I need. So I shouldn't have to put that time in. And I was having this conversation actually about weight loss with some people that I met at the airport. Hi. And this concept that especially as women, we feel like, well, we should already know this. I should already know what I need to do. So I've maxed out my spending the time on myself or, you know what I mean? Like there's a limit on how many groups I can do because, you know, I've already prioritized myself enough. I've spent enough time on it. When we are talking years and years and years and years and years of diet, dieting, right? That you have to work through. And that's a big part of that. So, so this is sort of like, so how do we, how do we figure this out? So that's how we figured it out. Did you put enough time into solidifying your weight? Like really status quo, do you know what I mean? Get not challenging your body or were you kind of indulging and doing back on track? Was your maintenance solidifying that so that, that you lost the weight that first stage? Solidifying your weight. So a lot of people back on track their asses off during this stage. It's not the time for it. You need to really allow your body time to adjust to your new weight. Minimize any indulgences, right? So just, and then also keep in mind stress levels and all those other things that you got to focus on at the same time. So did you actually put enough time, right? And some people that can be two months. Some people can be four months. Someone else, it can be six months. And then someone maybe who's lost a lot of weight and already done five programs, that's like one month because they've already put the time in. Do you know what I mean? And then there's that really testing the waters. And this is really, really important. This can be one month for someone and two years for someone else. Really trying to get to trust themselves, really trying to understand. And some of you are still freaking out over normal fluctuations and you're causing so much stress just because your weight is up, which, you know, from salty food, hard to digest food, lack of sleep, working out, being more active. Do you know what I mean? And if you're still stressing out over all those little fluctuations on the scale, you got more to do mentally. You got to get to a place where you're calm. You know, you just wake up, look good, feel good. Like, I'm never surprised when my weight is up. I know exactly what I fucking did to have the scale be up because I've overeaten my face off and I'm expecting the scale to be up. I recognize when the scale is up because I'm not drinking enough water. I recognize when my cravings are out of control, you know, and I because I haven't drank any water. I'm not getting enough good fats in. I recognize when my supplements are off, my digestion is shit. I like I you don't have to tell me. I know exactly where I am at and why. I don't have to do a post asking because I know. I know what's going on and this is where you want to get to you should know what's going on with you right like what's going on and if you can't figure it out this is maybe where you need to check in with your doctor so 
go through that maximizing checklist. It's just as valuable in maintenance as it is uh, in, like maybe you were taking your supplements before. Maybe you have a very stressful life and while you were losing, you were taking some supplements like your magnesium and your vitamin D and your omega-3 and now that you lost your weight, you're like, ah, fuck the supplements. I'm, I don't need to take those anymore but maybe you're really stressed out and yes, you're making good food choices but you're not getting enough good fats in your diet. Do you know what I mean? Maybe your magnesium levels have dropped down and so it's harder for your body to function at these optimal levels when it's not getting the nutrients it needs. So it could be as simple as that. It could be that you're going through a very stressful period of time in your life, like maybe you're an accountant and it's tax time. Do you know, maybe you're dealing with a death in the family, a change of jobs, change of environments, and you're not factoring that into what's happening physically and how your body's reacting because you're paying attention to that. Do you know what I mean? There's so many things. So this is where you need to say, what's going on with me? What do I, what do I need to do? Because you do know what you need to do. Do you know what I mean? So if you feel like you need to repeat the 12-week program, get your ass signed up. Registration is still open and there's no shame in that. Doing it again, it just helps you level up or buckle down on personalizing the plan and recognize where are you on those four stages. Are you still looking to lose? Because sometimes people get caught in that. I think I want to go into maintenance because you talked about the weight that you lost, the weight that you lost, the weight that you lost, or the weight you didn't lose. And you're like, now I'm ready for maintenance. Are you actually, are you in maintenance but expecting that scale to move? And that's where you're finding disappointment because it's not moving. There's a big difference between maintenance and actually losing. And then where are you at in terms of testing the waters? Do you know what I mean? Have you reconciled what's happening on the scale? Do you know what your body needs? Do you know how reactive your body is? Do you, do you get a good handle on what maintenance feels like and your choices and trusting yourself, which is a big, 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 big one. And then of course that, that, that final stage. Um, if you're new into the, into the group, um, we have some really great conversations on Wednesdays, way in Wednesdays. Uh, first of all, thanks to the ladies for, for, um, filling in for me. I, I heard they just crushed it. They did a great job. You guys had amazing conversations. We have a whole library of those conversations uh, over on our podcast, Way In With Gina. Go go search maintenance. There's so many good... We've had this conversation so many times. We keep having it because it's it's a... One thing I have learned in, in starting this maintenance group is that I'm just wowed by the conversations that we're having, the things that you need to actually work through. Do you know what I mean? I know what's going on. I've been totally out of control, eating awful and not drinking water. Yeah, that's Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like being aware is like I, when you when you're when you're aware, you you're already halfway through the process of working through what you need to work through. You're practically on the other side. Do you know what I mean? This is where we need to also when you are aware, cut yourself some slack. You know, show yourself some kindness and grace. Do you know what I mean? But also hold yourself accountable. A lot of times people look for outward accountability. You know, declaring this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do that, and think that other people need to hold them accountable. When it's just you, do you know what I mean? Like no one has to tell me how I am in my life when I'm in a bad mood, when I'm this, when I'm that, when I'm overstepping, whatever I already know. I'm the first to apologize. I'm the first to recognize. Well, sometimes it takes me a while to apologize, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I try to be as quick as possible. You know, I know where I'm at and sometimes we don't want to see it because we're in a little bit denial or we're, you know, doing a number on ourselves or sabotaging or whatever. Turn up that internal volume, right? Like, what is it? And here's the thing that's really super cool is because you've done this kind of work, you are so in tune. And what catches people off guard is how in tune you are. You're in tune with what to eat, when to eat, how much to eat, but you're also in tune with what's working for you, what's not working for you. If you feel really irritable in your life right now, for example, it could be that, you know, maybe you're saying yes to things that while you were following the program, you were saying no to because you're a priority prioritizing yourself. Do you know what I mean? 
and maybe you're starting to recognize different situations, friendships, relationships are no longer working for you because you know what makes you happy and you know what doesn't make you happy. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes it's really hard to do the things that you need to do. Maybe you have someone in your life who's like, are you still losing weight? You've been doing that program. You're doing it again. So then you feel like, oh my God, I've already spent enough time on myself or maybe I shouldn't do it. Or do you know, like there there was a woman today. It was, I, I actually quite thought it quite funny. There was a woman today in the, in the weight loss group who's like, it's, I find it so not motivating that so many people are returning. Man, you can imagine what our members said to her. She just got slammed with so much positivity. It was like, just like, ah, do you know what I mean? And it's just like, wow, like, but that, that's that kind of bullshit that people throw at you. I'm so, so not motivated. All these people returning, like really that people are spending time on themselves, physically, mentally prioritizing, showing up, making sure they're hydrated, moving their bodies, managing their stress, making good food choices, prioritizing themselves and their lives. There's so much goodness into doing that, that the, the response is like, eh, you're still focusing on yourself. Yeah. Fuck you. I am. Do you know what I mean? And, and so there's, there's can be a lot of things. My point is in play of the feels that are being brought up right now with where you're at in maintenance. All of the feels that you are having are there for you to work through. That's really important. That's why we got to go deeper and ask ourselves what is really going on here. And this is a thing I started doing with me in, in the in the weight loss group recently when people were like, well, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Why isn't this working for me? And I'm like, you tell me. You tell me why isn't it working for you. You know what you need to do, the water, the supplements, the moving your body, managing your stress, the choices that you're making, the health issues that you're having, prioritizing yourself. You tell me. Don't tell me the things that you are doing. Tell me what you're not doing. You already know. You know, we present that kind of information. And so maintenance is the same. Uh, Maintenance is the same. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. All right, so let's see what we got going on here. Uh, only we can control our action, thoughts, and feelings. Yeah, I love this. It's not even a matter of controlling. It's being in tune and being aware and being open that when you are feeling ways, it's just, it's an opportunity for you to ask yourself why. And it's just the, it's just being, you being presented with stuff you need to work through. Cause think about it. Your mission is just to feel your best. You just want to freaking move on from this weight loss journey. That's what you want to do. You want to lose your weight. Heck yeah. So you feel amazing. You, you look amazing and you just feel the best you ever have. That's your goal here that you can't tell me it's not after putting all the time in to losing your weight and being here in the maintenance group. Do you know what I mean? So, so you're going to be rewarded with that. You're going to be rewarded with that. But some of you, I think you've reached your physical goal 
and you're struggling with the mental stuff that you need to continue to work through in order to help sustain and maintain that goal. Like old habits and triggers, man. Get yourself that James hat, James, uh, uh, what is it? been a busy day for me. My brain's a little fried. I didn't sleep great last night. So excited about today. Atomic Habits, man. This is such a great book because a lot of our habits are wired to anticipations and certain triggers. So it's it's one thing to create new habits and reinforce those like working through old habits, right? So we they're so comfortable to us our old habits, we may not even know what we're doing, you know. So many emotions to work through. Yeah. Hi Vicky, yay my first live over here in maintenance group. Thank you Gina. I need a day. Yeah, here for you. I love this is I love the maintenance group and the conversations. Wait till you join us for weigh in Wednesdays. Um there's one thing that I've realized again, I'm going to say it again is that you think you get into maintenance and it's all smooth sailing and this is real the real this is where you want to get to this is where you want to be and this is where the real work is this is entrusting you know like you can get here into the, into losing the weight and then you got to trust that you're going to maintain it and you're going to sustain it after all the times you've lost and gained and lost and gains is this really going to be real are you actually going to be able to do that sometimes there's self-fulfilling prophecies here happening do you know what i mean where people are thinking i'm not going to be able to do it and then they're doing things that are working against them and they're sabotaging themselves some people lose their weight just fine it's when they're in main they start to sabotage themselves that pressure now if you did this now you have to maintain it and sustain it and people in your life saying you're just gonna gain it back and do you know what I mean like this is where the work is this is not where it gets easier this is where it actually gets harder and I hate saying that but that's the truth of it in terms of all the mental stuff that you need to deal with physical stuff check keep doing it make good food choices be in tune ask those four questions as many times as you need you know what your body needs you know what I mean be in tune to that but that mental stuff, you really have to want to get there. You have to want to get there, you know? Um, Fanny, thanks, Gina. Just when I need to hear the answers are there, I just don't listen to my instincts. I'm great at helping everyone else. Ah, there we go. And I need to help myself with the same kind of kindness and objectivity. Yeah, because you couldn't really pinpoint it. Do you know what I mean? Like you think you should know, you should know, you did the work. And yeah, absolutely, you can, you did it. And you can do this too. Do you know what I mean? I love this, Fanny. I, I like, I, I saw that today and that's why I normally don't go back and read posts like that. And I was just like, but the, the reality is, is so many people feel like this when they get into maintenance. It's very real feelings. But the fact that you have feelings about it, that, that means that you're working through it. That means that you're working through it, you know? So, and sometimes we just need a little, uh, bit, bit of permission in order to do that, you know? Um, uh, you told us we might want to lose more after a while in maintenance. Hi, Kathy. That's where I am. So I'm going in on this weight loss program and I'm staying high in my fluctuation range. Okay. Love this. So you, if you're new to the maintenance, you may be like, what, what's going on? So it's very normal and, uh, happens quite often that we are ready for maintenance. Maybe we're just done losing and focusing on that for a while. We feel like I feel amazing. I feel great. I've hit this number. I'm ready for maintenance. And it is not unusual for people to spend time in maintenance be able to maintain, solidify their weight, and decide that they want to go for more. And again, this comes down to feeling like, am I worthy of going for more? I've already spent enough time on myself. I've reached this amazing goal. Do I really want more? Yeah, you do. If you're sitting there wondering if you could lose more and you have visible actual weight to lose, there's no reason why you can't. And nobody in your life knows what it feels like to live in your body except for you. So if you want to go for more, it's no one else's business. And the way we go about it, whether you're repeating the process, you're personalizing the plan to continue to lose, 
lose. It's so healthy for you. There's no real downside in focusing on that. You know what I mean? It's just really putting that, 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 that focus into maximizing and doing all the things that you can do to lose and the time that you need to put into that as opposed to doing more relaxed when it comes to maintaining your weight. You know what I mean? So I'm all about that. That happens quite often. Happens quite often. Hi, Lorna. New to the group. Congrats and welcome back. Thank you. Uh, I had the best time away. I, I can't even remember the last time I took so much time off and really just involved in the moment. So thank you guys, all of you, for all of your kind words um, and support and just all the congrats about my wedding. I just, I'm teary-eyed at the love. I can't go in. I'll do an ugly cry, honestly, because I just got to keep going today. But um, I've been reading all of your posts and all of your stuff. And thank you so much. Um, honestly, I just so grateful and overwhelmed with the love definitely feeling it it was so great um so we went away got married with 90 of our friends and family I, I can't even tell you what that experience was to have all of our people need love man people need people and support and just it's so been lacking and missing in the last few years you know it's just kind of connecting with our family so it was super special and we had an amazing time everything went to shits i can tell you that so two years of planning it all went to shit. So I was supposed to get married on the beach, this beautiful dream wedding. And then it literally was a torrential downpour at 10 minutes before I was to get married. I, I Our wedding was delayed. Everything we planned, we, everything we planned went to fucking shit. Uh, I just couldn't believe it. But I went with the flow. And I honestly wouldn't change a thing. It, I wouldn't change a thing. It was just imperfectly perfect <laughs> and I learned a lot of that skills from being in the group and people working through and I don't know that me a few years ago would have handled it the same way and we just kind of went with the flow and it was chaos and it was perfectly chaotic uh you know and at, that's after two years of planning but thank you for all your kind words I, I truly appreciate that I still have a few pounds to lose but mentally ready to get my filing in forever uh completing the spring summer program on my own scary but exciting so you know what I mean you got this you know what you need to do you you got this there's still time to sign up if you if you want to join in the program um you can totally do that if I get for so many reasons people want to do it on their own that's super cool too I I did suggest that some people in in the last um, spill the tea conversation. So I know that we have people who are not ready for maintenance, but you're here to listen in on these conversations, which is kind of like, um, it was a bit of an aha moment. And it was Joanna Hunt actually. And you may know Joanna from the groups. So she's lost a lot of weight. I think sounds 90 pounds now. And, uh, just having a hard time seeing the end of the line. And I said, maybe if you're in the maintenance group and you recognize the conversations, it's not this like foreign place that you're, I don't know what it's going to happen when I get there. And it's so far away and all those things. And maybe being in the maintenance group and listening to these conversations will make it more real and more tangible for you. So I do know there are a lot of you in the group who you may not be done your weight loss journey, um, but you're here to listen and kind of get a, you know, get a leg up on the conversations that we're having in maintenance, which I think is so such a great idea. So uh, what you don't want to do, though, is get caught in between losing, maintaining, losing, maintaining. Decide. If you are going for more, go for more. Don't mess around. Go on reaching that goal sooner rather than later and then roll into maintenance. A lot of times people get caught in this nowhere zone and they're like, they want to lose, but then they're not following the program or personalizing the plan in a way that you need to do when you're looking to lose and then they're doing back on track and then they get caught in this kind of weird they they want to lose and but they're not doing the things they need to do to lose 
which because they feel good and they're happy with where they're at, you know, because I'm, I'm look what I did and I feel good, but I still want to lose a few more. But then you're getting on the scale and you're disappointed that you're not seeing the, the more being lost, but then you're not, it's not matching up the things that you're doing. So if your plan is to lose more, go for more, get it done. And if you end up, you know, in the next five weeks getting it done, then you can roll back into maintenance. You know what I mean? So that's my one piece of advice there with everyone. Um, it's also helpful to see our skin regenerate our new frame. Yes, it is putting that time in. You, you will have been noticing this after about three months. You'll really notice your body transforming. In fact, some people may say to you, you've lost so much more weight. And you're like, I haven't lost any weight. It's just that it takes the skin time to regenerate your, around your new frame. So that's one of the things that you'll be noticing when you're following along. Um, you know what doesn't make me happy anymore? Pizza. Pizza, pizza doesn't make me smile anymore. And I both happy inside about it at the same time. Oh, I love this. Yeah. You're recognizing that it wasn't having the pizza. It was probably the anticipation of having the pizza. It was probably the, the social interaction of having the pizza. Pizza is a very interactive. We have pizza. We're relaxing. We're chilling. We're having pizza. Pizza maybe is a, is a family night thing. Your kids are excited. It's followed by watching a movie and hanging out. It's doing fun things. It's taking a break from cooking. Do you know what I mean? It's generally, and that's one of the things you'll read about in Atomic Habits. Again, I, I don't profit off of sales of this book. I should, though. I really should. Um, sometimes I'm my own worst enemy because whenever my book's number one, I'm always promoting atomic habits and then he always slides in there on me but a lot of times it's not actually the food it's the trigger of the food and the memory of the food and what the food represents to us um to me mine's wine so my wine tied to Grey's Anatomy so when I was a single mom yeah so when I was a single mom raising kids on my own and um Thursday nights were my night, one hour. So there was Young and the Restless that I tried to watch every day that my kids would still be like chaos. And then there was like one hour where it was Thursday nights, Grey's Anatomy, and my kids knew, like, don't talk to me. I am gone. I'm not in the house. Don't talk to me. Like, this is my one hour. And I would pour my glass. Glass Back then it was like Wolf Blast. And that was like, it's expensive for me back then. It was like 17 bucks a bottle. It was no joke. Like, it was my special Wolf Blast night and um then it kind of creeped up to j and yeah so anyway <laughs> and um so every thursday night i would sit down with my sour cream and onion chips and my glass of wine and watch my show and to this day whenever i watch Grey's anatomy i'm like where's my chips and wine like it's just it's so wired to my brain and and there were times i would hold the wine and not even drink it. So it was never about, and I still do this to this day. Sometimes I will pour, sometimes I'll drink a whole bottle. So don't get me wrong. I'm no martyr. That's for sure. Um, but there are times where I will pour a glass of wine and it'll just, last night I cracked open a beer and I ate some cheesies. Was, I had a bit of a day yesterday. I had a lot going on, some little bit of blitz in the group and stuff like that. It's just a lot of like excitement, right? I want everything to go perfect. So I cracked open a Guinness and some cheesies and I ate a few cheesies and I just, the Guinness is still on my bedside table. Do you know what I mean? So what it was what it represented. I just needed the minute, all of it, you know? So, so this is where we have those associations. So the pizza you think that you want because it's so fun and it's yummy. And sometimes I, I did have a client, Scott Hollows, who said to me once, you know, I love the pizza. The pizza tastes great. I'm not, I'm not getting to a place where I don't want the pizza or I don't enjoy the pizza. He's like, I just fucking love pizza. And you might. Maybe that's how you feel. Maybe you love pizza. Do you know what I mean? But don't be surprised if, if the, 
foods that you remember as being fun and bringing you joy don't actually physically, you're noticing, aren't making you physically feel good. A lot of times the, the dough is heavy, it's super salty, it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's really not, it doesn't make us physically feel good. It never did. It's like a Big Mac. Think about a Big Mac right now, right? Like Big Mac is like greasy and you know, all the stuff and the Big Mac and you see it on the sign, you drive by, Big Mac, yummy, yummy, yummy. When have you ever eaten a Big Mac and ever walked away feeling like, oh my God, I feel amazing. Like McDonald's in general, whenever you've ever eaten anything like that and been like, oh, I feel fantastic. I'm so glad I had that. I just feel so good. Never, never. But we keep going back, right? Because of what it represents to us. So that's a real thing, you know? Exactly, Gina. P part of the pizza is having my kids and grandparents over. So now they eat the pizza and I get enjoyment for watching them while I eat my eggplant parmesan. So that is a huge moment, right? It's not the pizza that's bringing you joy. It's the environment that you're bringing your joy. So you can just have your salad. They're not going to care. They're still going to enjoy their pizza and it doesn't change anything. You know, this is like that. This is like, um, like I use the example of you and your girlfriend or guy friends or whatever, you go on a Friday and you have lunch. And before you used to eat burgers and fries and drink things and do the stuff, right? And then you walk away and you're, you're both really, oh my God, I'm so full, I ate too much and I need to go on a diet. And then you walk away and like, oh, why do you eat all that? Whatever, and blah, blah, blah. You know, so you, here you are, you have this amazing time, this great conversation, and then it's kind of, you know, marred by the fact that you, you physically feel unwell. Now you've paid for food that makes you feel awful. You walk away, you feel gross, bloated, why did I do that? Um, you know, if you change the dynamic of that, you go out and you order food that actually physically makes you feel good. It's the same amazing conversation. Your conversation isn't better, isn't any, any, it isn't necessarily any better when you eat foods that don't make you feel good. Do you know what I mean? You don't have less of a good time because you're not eating crappy food that make you feel like shit. So you go, you order food that makes you feel good. You eat in tune to your body's needs. Portion wise is you maybe get, pack up the rest and you take it home and you feel great. You had a great conversation you had a great time, you feel physically amazing, you know, you ate good food that's good for your soul, right? You got the rest that you're going to take home with you. You walk away like, hey, so great. And no negative, oh, I feel like this, I feel like that. So you've just had this really great experience. Do you know what I mean? So so a lot of this is the associations that we have and we tied in and around food that now that you're no longer focused on losing, you're starting to become more aware of, especially if you start to introduce those foods. That's why when you are indulging, don't do it blindly. Don't be like, oh my God, I'm eating this. Can't believe I'm eating this. Oh my God, I'm going to be like, I'm eating this. Taste it. Like, chew it. Enjoy it, right? Because the worst that's going to happen is that you are going to purposely overeat it because it's so good. And then you're going to recognize the internal dialogue that you still need to work on. Or you're going to wake up the next day and realize it was no big deal. Do you know what I mean? You get back on track, right? So that's what that testing the waters phase is all about is starting to have those things and recognize mentally what's happening, that internal dialogue, physically how you're reacting and feeling. This is what I mean, like, you don't gain weight without noticing the choices that you're making. Do you know what I mean? And a lot of people are like, oh, I want to just feel good again. And they're like, I'm not feeling good because I'm no longer feeling the program. It's not that you're not feeling good because you're no longer following the program. It's that you're, you're making choices that don't make you feel good. We had a member a while back talking about how hoagies, and we've had this conversation a million times, because it was such an aha moment. And she'd said, you know, I had a hoagie and I don't feel good after eating it. When am I ever going to feel normal again? When am I going to be able to eat normally again? 
And I said, you know, how you feel after eating this hoagie has nothing to do with the fact that you've lost weight. The hoagie always did and always will make you feel like crap. It's a seat you never noticed before because you weren't in tune, right? Or you just always felt like, ugh. And now that you've had an opportunity to feel what it feels like to feel really good, you're recognizing those foods, these food choices that you love didn't make you feel good. And they're never going to make you feel good. That doesn't mean that you don't still eat it. There's lots of times they eat stuff that Tony and I, we came back from our trip. What did we eat? We ate sour cream and onion chips. We ate jerky. We ate malt teasers. Oh my God. We ate all of the things. We're so gluttonous. We really are. And we enjoyed every moment of it. We were both like, what are we doing? We're so full. We felt like crowd. We both had belly aches, but we were just like, oh, I loved every minute of it. Do you know what I mean? So you are still going to make choices and eat things that make you feel like garbage, but I hope that you at least enjoy the process of doing that, right? So this is all that, this is all on that journey of getting calm, right? What are you saying there, Shannon? I did that with pasta. I thought I would have it once. I was so disappointed. It wasn't as delicious as I remember. It didn't bring me joy like before. So I'm happy that I didn't really miss anything. Yeah, and this is why sometimes it's good just to have the thing. If you feel like, oh my God, I know I have to wait maintenance before I can have it. Just have it. Have it. Have it. Um, there's only one pasta that I've ever met that's worth having. I had it at this place, a Santa, Santa Lucia in Rome. Um, first time Tony and I went there, um, we had this pasta and I, I'm not a pasta person and it was just truffle and cheese. And I just, I, I, it makes my mouth water to this day. And, um, then I spent about four years trying to find it other places and some places came close, but just not enough. And to me, pasta is just not a, it's not a good bang for your money buck. Like if I'm going to go out and pay good money for food, I'm, I want there to be substance and noodles don't cost anything. I'm like, this is not worth my money. So it's just never anything that I really was into pasta. Um, but we went back to Rome. We took my mom for her 70th birthday. And, uh, of course, one of the places we had to go was this, was the, this place that had this pasta. I had two orders. I had two orders. And I, I would have ordered three if I could have actually physically have eaten it. Um, uh, and I would have loved to have gone back. So there, there are times when there are certain foods that, you know, are worth definitely indulging and you know you're going to want to indulge. And that's where you get that love of food back. Do you know what I mean? Like, I love food. I hate cooking. I love eating food. Do you know what I mean? Um, we were at a resort. It had so much food. They had a whole store of just all these desserts and ice cream and things. And you can have whatever you want. And I don't even think I had a, some sherbet. Some, Tony and I went to this one fancy restaurant, had all these beautiful desserts. And we're like, do you have sherbet? And the guy looked, he looked at us like, sherbet? <laughs> really? And we're like, yeah. You know, I just, um, you know what I mean? It's just one of those things. It's not really my thing. But man, when you when you find foods that you you really want to indulge in, you really want to be able to eat them and really enjoy and enjoy them. That's the thing. So many times we indulge and we just don't enjoy, you know. So that's a big part of what we're working through. I gotta go, you guys. Uh, way over my time. It's good to be back. I love the conversation that we're having in maintenance. If you are new to the program, just like don't be shy about asking all the questions that you need. It's a bit different around here. It's more sort of engagement on post, um, you know, rather than questions and answers. But we we have a whole team of people here to answer any of the questions that you have so don't be shy it may seem like not a lot of people do that but we have a whole team of people sitting here waiting for your questions uh, so make sure you ask as many as possible check out the maintenance guide um, we really are working on some fun stuff now that I'm back some great guest segments you know um, doing some fun more fun giveaways and all of that and working on building the group um, I can't believe in July it's going to come up to a year since we've been doing the maintenance group and having these conversations so many good conversations go to our go to that podcast 
if you are new and go go we've had some great guests on uh on our way in wednesday so we like just not to be myself and group manager odette and kim but we like to actually be uh, being on members so if you're interested in coming on and joining us let us know um some really great insight in the conversations i gotta go i'm now i'm just procrastinating uh have an amazing rest of your day everyone i'll see you on wednesday bye